0: You're listening to China Africa Talk.
1: Jumbo, ni Bridget. Aqui, eu estou na China na África.
0: Você écoutez o dialogo sino chino-africano com Bridget?
1: Everything China, everything África.
0: Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa
2: Talk com Bridget. você está ouvindo o Bridget.
1: A happy and wonderful day, folks. Hoping that you are having a productive day and receiving us loud and clear from wherever you are. Welcome to another edition of China Africa Talk. I'm Bridget Mutambira, and I'm excited today as we finally get to have Gloria Huang, head of the international division of the Asia-Africa Silk Road International Business Corporation, which is the operation unit of the Asia-Africa Innovation Corporation Center, together with Mr. Daniel Abu. From the Embassy of Ghana to China for a discussion on a new platform that was launched at the end of June in Beijing to promote further economic and trade cooperation between China and Africa. Now, just a bit of a background here the Asia Africa Innovation Cooperation Center was set up following President Xi Jinping's proposal made at the Beijing Summit of the Forum on China Africa Cooperation in 2018 to set up a China-Africa Centre on Innovation Cooperation to promote innovation and entrepreneurship among young people in China and Africa, according to the Administrative Committee of the Beijing Daxing International Airport Economic Zone. In this edition, I'm hoping we can get to understand more about this. Gloria and Daniel, thank you for joining us today on China-Africa Talk.
2: Thank you. Thank
1: you. Great, great. Uh, let's begin with you, Gloria. What is the Asia-Africa Innovation Cooperation Center and what prompted its establishment? How was it set up?
0: Mm-hmm. This center basically intends to accelerate the implementation of the capacity building action to be more specific the establishment of the China-Africa Innovation Cooperation Center proposed by President Xi Jinping. Okay. At the opening ceremony of the 2018 Beijing Summit of the Forum on China-Africa Cooperation. Okay. Jointly launched by Administrative Committee of beijing Daxing International Airport Economic Zone. Mm-hmm. And also by us, Asia-Africa Silk Road International Business Company. Okay. So in the spirit of achieving women results, mm-hmm. this center basically aims to implement the Belt and Road Initiative and promote the joint development of a China-Africa community, with a shared future, of course, mm-hmm. to develop a comprehensive and precise interface with African countries, for example, trade, investment, science, technology, and of course, my favorite, culture and tourism. Okay. So I guess we could say that Asia-Africa Innovation Cooperation Centre will be a bridge connecting those two continents. Yeah, there you have it.
1: Mm, Okay, Mr. Daniel Abiu, the establishment of the Asia-Africa Innovation Cooperation Centre, with the inclusion of Ghana, what does this mean to Ghana and perhaps the rest of the African representatives involved?
2: Thank you for having me on your programme. The inclusion of my country, Ghana, Mm -hmm. On this Asian-African Cooperation Centre, it's something that we hold in high esteem. Definitely, we are very, very happy about the inclusion of our country in this good endeavour. The general policy was couched from the FOCA, which has granted this opportunity to establish these pavilions for some specific African countries that signed on the FOCA policy. What it is is that we as a country, Ghana, We know there is a wide trade imbalance between us and China as a country. So we know this is a platform that is going to, as it were, address the issue of the trade imbalance some way, somehow. And also the expectation is to also um, connect to the disconnect that exists between our two continents, or Ghana as a country and China as a country. We are in expectation of good things to come from this cooperation. Definitely, Ghana as a country is all out and ready to make the benefits, take the benefits and make the best out of whatever this cooperation brings. So this is our expectation and we are ready for it, Mm. to say the least.
1: Gloria, we've just heard from Daniel. How was this center set up? Is it a joint initiative and how many countries from the continent are involved?
0: Yeah. So together with Saising District People's Government of Beijing Municipality, we jointly set up this innovation cooperation center, which involves 53 African countries and organizations.
1: So you actually have all of them signed up playing a part?
0: Yes, yes, we are on our way, but yeah, we have those.
1: Okay. Daniel, how might this play an effective role, though, in strengthening the trade imbalances between China and Africa? Earlier on, you mentioned something about trade. I'd like to know from you, how might this play an effective role in strengthening trade imbalances between China and Africa from where you stand?
2: From my standpoint, currently, the trade imbalance between my country, Ghana, and China is in the tune of around four hundred and seventy one billion million which is very, very huge. Mm. China exported 719 million into Ghana and imported 248 from Ghana. So this tells you that definitely the imbalance is so, so, so much of uh, an imbalance. What we expect this cooperation to address is that China as a country would identify potential areas or potential products in Ghana, Mm -hmm. develop them in Ghana, Mm and then allow them to be sold or to be introduced onto the Chinese market. This is what we expect this uh, cooperation to bring about. Mm -hmm. And that, um, aside, it's doing that too. We want this cooperation to bring in help in the area of skills training training Mm -hmm. and industrialization in Africa. Mm -hmm. What it is is that uh, Africa as a continent has always been Uh, a place or a a basket of like raw materials exportation to the world and to China. Mm -hmm. This is what we are expecting to change as a country. In in Ghana, we would want to have at least one stage of value addition to our raw materials before we export them to the world and also to China. So we expect this corporation or this center to address that challenge and um, help us in ensuring that these things are are gotten or these things are addressed. Mm. So... This is part of our expectation as partners in this cooperation.
1: Uh, Gloria, from where you stand, because I understand that the pavilions for African countries will be set up at precisely the Asia-Africa Innovation Corporation Centre, but what do they mean? What are they for and will there be exhibitions inside? What are they trading in and what do they sell? Basically,
0: we can see every pavilion as an apple of mm-hmm. each African country. So we will be constantly setting up tons of short-term exhibitions, presenting opportunities for talented African artists to give them a bigger stage to let the audience have a taste of African culture. Mm. And projects in Africa will also be elaborately illustrated in the Pavilion, attracting more enterprises in China to invest and implement as well, facilitating the economic and trade exchanges between China and Africa. Okay. Yeah, the most special and characteristic products in Africa will be demonstrated in the pavilions as well.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, so visitors will have the chance to directly perceive the products through all the senses. So, for example, if they like the product well enough, so if they like the you know uh, coffee from Rwanda, mm-hmm. they can buy them directly from our pavilion. Mm. There are a lot of interesting projects that we are very eager for them to meet the world. So, for example, first, African countries' national pavilion okay. that we just talked about. Yeah, yeah so, mm-hmm, so we, want, we want it to be a long-lived, comprehensive platform for China-Africa International Exchange.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, we'd like it to be able to provide brand new opportunities for economic and trade projects, investments. And products exhibition and sale. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but aside from that, the Pavilion also holds various seminars, exchanges, and mm-hmm. salons on China-Africa economic and trade cooperation. Okay. Yeah, and also international talent exchange meetings right. and other activities.
1: Okay, so it's not just like trade that's going on here. There's a whole lot so that that will be happening here.
0: Yes, yes, that's the idea. It's not absolutely just about the trade, but it's also about in you know, a culture, technology, results sharing, and talents exchanging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, aside from that, I also want everyone to know that we're also planning this meta-universe virtual country pavilion. Okay. So you could understand it as the online virtual country pavilion. So, yeah, so um, we really wanted to adopt a very fusion, modern style. hmm but also to combine with African characteristic cultural decoration supplemented by the interaction of noble golden materials and senior gray showing a very high-end and Mm. also very modern. So, uh, and this is what I think is most interesting. So the British Pavilion will also be having NPCs tailor-made of all the ambassadors from various countries introducing the projects and also to interact with the audience. Mm-hmm. So purchasing unique items such as African champs, art, coffee, wine, everything—it's just one click away.
1: Ah, interesting! Technology at play here.
0: Yeah, um, we're also very proud of this project called Chinese Cities Pavilion.
1: Okay, just to run down here for the listeners—you've mentioned the African countries' national pavilion, the Meta Universe virtual country pavilion, mm-hmm. and okay, and then the Chinese cities pavilion
0: yes okay because right. because in turn we will also want african people to know about chinese culture right. and everything yes. yes so we will be setting those up in africa mm. chinese cities pavilion will be built according to the characteristics, industries and products of each chinese city mm-hmm. would certainly reduce the time cost and expenses for african traders to actually go to china to uh. gather information yeah we're trying to conquer that and so, yeah, this Taliban totally could easily solve this problem. Oh. So they would be perceiving all the projects and cultures without actually go to China. Well, okay. of course, we would have the ambition to set them up in all over Africa. Okay, but we would have to start from particular countries. Okay, yeah, but we're trying to make our way through all. Africa.
1: Ah, Daniel, this is some interesting insights. I'd like to know from you based we've just heard of about these pavilions some of them it'll be in China uh, some of the African pavilion in China we then we're going to have the Chinese cities pavilions in Africa. On the other hand, we've also had for some time, we've had through um, African embassies in China, we've witnessed them working with big e-commerce platforms like Alibaba and and Tmall and uh, JD.com to organize live streamed auctions for African products like coffee and chili. Are we likely to see a continuation of the sale of goods at the pavilions? How will this work, considering what Gloria has just said? Yes.
2: Um, on the 28th of uh, on the 28th of last month, when the pavilion was when the when the program was launched, mm. uh, we were introduced to the virtual part of. The, the the pavilion or the center. Okay. So as we speak, as we speak, that is even more tangible to us than even the physical buildings that would hold these pavilions. Right. So technology is something that is going to be is going to lead in this kind of cooperation that we are talking about. Mm-hmm. The cooperation between our embassies and Alibaba and, and the others are things that are are on. But then some of our countries lack the requisite infrastructure. Mm. with regards to uh, the infrastructure to support such transactions, such online transactions. Mm-hmm. So when it is that, that country cannot have the maximum benefit mm. that technology offers or this cooperation offers. Mm-hmm. So the first things to be addressed is the infrastructure, the technology infrastructure of our individual countries
1: right.
2: yes. and Africa as a whole. Speed in Africa. Most of the African countries are very, very slow. Right. And so, therefore, when these transactions that are to aid the speedy reactions or the speedy connect of these and um, uh, trade is not there, then of course there would be no use of that thing happening. Mm. We, will not make, we will not make the maximum benefits of of, of these things happening. Um, should, I, should I take you back? Sure. With regards sure. to the pavilions, something that I have observed is that these pavilions are here in China. Okay and they will be across the country. Mm-hmm. But then we must have matching pavilions in Ghana and matching pavilions in the counterpart countries mm-hmm. so that they would also be gathering all these connects that we would want to have. When it connects to Ghana, which particular office is it going to source all the information or all the data it needs to feed its Chinese um, business people? Yes. This should be a platform for matchmaking, business to business transactions. Mm-hmm.
1: Ever wondered what's actually going on in Africa through the perspective of an African? How are things really going between China and Africa? What's the narrative of this relationship? Well, get a perspective with China Africa Talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get an hour wavelength every week to find out what's real with China Africa Talk. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, google podcast and more we'll see you there among other things on this project cooperation to promote innovation and entrepreneurship among young people in china and africa according to the administrative committee of the beijing dashing international airport economic zone remains pivotal in what ways are youth promoted in the area of financing how is that going to work
2: uh, about a week ago, we had the opportunity of visiting Weifan in the Shandong province. That is where we saw the way smart farming is being engaged there. Definitely, mm-hmm. these are the things that when Africa or, or my country like uh, Ghana, when we engage in those things, we can attract a lot of the youth into farming. Ghana as a country has 20% of its land being arable, which is about 136,000 square kilometers of land. Mm. That is good for farming. So. Farming is something that can take a chunk of our people out of poverty mm. or a chunk of the youth out of the challenges that they face. Mm. This coupled with entrepreneurship also comes with the responsibility of training our would-be entrepreneurs with the right skill sets mm. so they become farmers. Mm. And not farmers alone, but businessmen in the farming sector.
1: Yes.
2: Can you imagine the value or the returns that will bring to such a youth or such a farmer that produces corn and sells conflict. This is what we are talking about. This is what we call the complete value chain system. Mm -hmm. The value chain system is very, very needed. This is something that we have neglected for for over the years. Mm -hmm. And now, if China wants to support, China must look at that area of cooperation Mm -hmm. that is not buying only the raw materials from Ghana, but also buy the value-added commodities from Ghana and for Africa, for that matter. So these are what we expect as a country. This is what we expect as a continent. That the empowerment of our youth is the only way to attract them into farming. And also introducing them with the right set of skills, exposing them to the requisite technology, too, is what is going to help us. or what is going to help the youth get into farming in Ghana, my country, and Africa as a whole.
1: I hope... From the establishment of the Asia Africa Innovation Cooperation Center, will be the best platform to attract the youth. I'd like to also know from you, Gloria. How are you engaging African youths here in China? Uh, how are you getting them to be more involved?
0: So as for now, we try to approach to them by sending messages in WeChat group chats. Okay. Posting attractive information in our official WeChat account. And my colleagues are Africans, so they will be networking with fellow African youth and recommend quality talents to us. Okay. I hate to admit this, but we don't do well on global advertisements and international promotions. Speaking of which, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you, Bridget, and also to thank CGTN for Grants Asia Africa Silk Road, this opportunity to be here at this interview.
1: Pleasure.
0: And I would also like to make a big shout out to all African talents. We see you, we value you as you are, and we're looking forward for you to stand beside us. So hopefully uh, through this interview, we can be more visible to more African people and yeah so in the future we will also be opening up an official international website and official accounts of international social media platforms like facebook twitter instagram and tiktok
1: right
0: yeah to make sure that every african talent will be able to reach and channel to us whenever they want Mm. in the easiest way possible
1: yeah because i was also wondering like with the youth and how much engagement how they're responding, whether they understand what's happening and things like that. Because there's a tendency for youth to think, oh, well, this is just something that's high profile and things like that it doesn't involve us. So, yeah. Uh, how about African entrepreneurs? So how could they benefit from this whole Asia-Africa Innovation Cooperation Centre?
0: <laughs> You're just reading my mind today, Bridget, because there can't be a better time for this question to come up. Because we're now launching a program called Chief Recommender, plus African countries' National Pavilion.
1: Oh, ah, okay. All right.
0: Okay. Yeah, so basically, we're looking for African intellectuals, entrepreneurs, uh-huh. like you mentioned, students, basically anyone with talents and ambitions to be our recommender of the pavilion. Okay. So, so yeah, even your grandmother that could be one of our chief recommenders, mm. and they will be granted with priority access to all the resources in African countries' National Pavilion, Mm -hmm. which of course, as already mentioned, investors, Mm -hmm. projects, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And if our chief recommenders want to try to implement their own projects in the National Pavilion, they will be trusted 100%. And we will get on it as soon as possible. And if our chief recommenders want to start their own company in China, We will also be there to provide services, Hmm. yeah, such as helping to register the company and answering related questions, whatever questions they may have. We are there and recommending quality visa institutions. We will also be giving our chief recommenders a lot of spotlights and exposures, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: inviting them to participate the events hosted by us, Mm. promoting and advertising them in our official WeChat account, making sure that their names. Their companies are remembered by more and more Chinese people. Mm. Very
1: attractive offers there. <laughs> Daniel, how do you intend to attract the youth to get more involved in this whole initiative from an African perspective, from where you stand, your position as a representative of Ghana?
2: From outside in Ghana or mm. from outside in Africa, it must start from education. Okay. Curriculum must maybe okay. have it integrated in it that. There is going to be a section of entrepreneurship as a, as a course, okay. or entrepreneurship as something that uh, must be in every student that passes through the tertiary institution, okay. so that they don't come out from the universities in expectation of jobs that that, that do not exist. Hmm. So, with that skill set of as an entrepreneur, you can set up and see the advantages that are amassed around. So you tap into it and you become your own boss. Hmm. What it is this? is that education, education, and education. Mm -hmm. Is the way forward. After the education, we must give the publicity. We must let the people know where they must tap into to get this kind of support or this kind of assistance and help in this endeavor. In Ghana, we must let them know back home Mm -hmm. that there is an opportunity or there is a market for X commodity. And so therefore, if you are able to tap or look for the sources of those commodities and match up with somebody, a buyer in China, there is a way, that is a way of also generating some money for yourself. It is not important, it is not very important to have the money yourself to go and buy and export to China. But now, the youth don't know of these opportunities. Yeah. have how is much publicity, and there must be much training, there must be much workshops, and there must be the collaboration between government, that is the policy makers, and the people at the grassroots to make them know that these things are available for them to tap into and benefit from. So as it is, we must start inviting our nationals to the embassy, educating them on this. I think it is very, very empirical that we must engage our nationals here in China and even let them be on top of these pavilions. Get them employed in these pavilions so that they can market, they would be our ambassadors, marketing our brands and our products back home Mm. in these pavilions. So I think it is not it is not far-fetched to uh, ask for the engagement of our, our of our youth our trained youth, most of them here are trained mm-hmm. our trained youth here in in, in China right. to be part of this of this policy and this vision okay
1: yes. Gloria at the end of the day what is your motive and vision for the center and how are you planning to make a difference with African corporate at the end of the day what what is your motive
0: mm-hmm. Okay, so we see Africa as this land with the greatest potential. But we feel that it's a shame that so few people know about Africa. And Asia-Africa Innovation Cooperation Center is just the start. It's just one step of the way.
2: Okay. Yes, And I would end by saying that the cooperation between Ghana and China has been in existence for the past 62 years. Uh, China has never turned its back against our country, Ghana, and we are expecting better cooperation between China and our country. Mm. And in doing that, China, Ghana, and or Africa, has the largest population of youth. So the focus must be on empowering our youth to take advantage of all these good things we are doing in support of our various countries and the continent as a whole.
1: Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for on this edition of China Africa Talk from the rest of the team and myself. It's goodbye for now. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.